0: hi everybody thank you so much for checking out our podcast if you'd like to know more about us or connect with us then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more here's today's message we hope it blesses you encourages and inspires you we're now going to spend some time looking at god's word together this morning and As we do so we are going to be continuing our series called Breaking Point, looking how it's at people's breaking point where they can't proceed by any strength of their own that Jesus often breaks into our lives and transforms our lives and reveals his hope in and amongst our hopelessness and his life in and amongst our despair. Today we are going to be looking at Luke uh, Mark chapter 2 together and so if you've got your Bibles and would like to turn to that now then please do so. Alternatively in a moment the words will pop up on the screen as we read God's word together. Um, And as always there are sermon notes available in 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 the resources section of the Church Hub. Go there and feel free to use those for your own reflection and also for your discussions in small groups and home groups this week as well. But before we go any further, let's uh, listen to God's word together now. So Mark chapter 2, starting at verse 1. A few days later, when Jesus entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them some came home and came some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them since they could not get to get him to jesus because of the crowd they made an opening in the roof above jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on when jesus saw their faith he said to the paralyzed man son To say to to this paralysed man, your sins are forgiven. Or to say, get up, take your mat and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. He got up, took his mat and walked out in full view of them all this amazed everyone and they praised God saying we have never seen anything like this as we come to look at God's word together let's will you join me in praying uh, that God would speak as we look at his word together this morning father god we thank you that you are here and you are present with us that in all that is going on for us in this moment You are here, you are with us and you are longing to reveal more of yourself to us. So Lord God in this moment we again open our hearts, we open our minds and we once again make the space to invite you in and we say come Lord Jesus, would you come and would you speak to us this morning we pray, Amen. when things break they need to be fixed and when they are fixed we often have a choice about how we go about fixing them recently our car needed to have some work done to it so i initially phoned one of the local garages up to see if they could help it help out fix it but because they're often a little bit cheaper than some of the main dealerships but as i explained the issue that we're having uh, with the car, they, the local garage informed me that they wouldn't be able to do the work because they didn't have the required authority and equipment to be able to do the job that needed to be done. Rather, I needed to take the car to the main dealer as the, only they had the equipment and the authority that was required to do the work sometimes when things need to be fixed, only people who have the right authority can fix them. And ultimately this lies at the core of what we see in this passage today. If we are to see our world transformed, uh, it will only be transformed by someone who has the authority to transform it. A man in this passage is brought to Jesus and is in clear need of a breakthrough in his life but Jesus makes a point as he is brought to him Jesus says he can reveals how he can bring healing into the brokenness of our world but he does so with the authority that is required to transform our world And so we're going to spend some time this morning thinking about how we can experience this transformation of Jesus today. And the first thing that we need to recognise is that even in brokenness, there is hope in Jesus. This passage reveals to us the brokenness of our world. We've already seen over the past few weeks how Jesus had already encountered lots of people who were ill and how as he encountered them, he healed them, just like he did with the man with leprosy that we spoke about about last week. This time, a man who has been paralysed is brought to Jesus on a map by some of his friends who carry him to him. Once again, Jesus encounters someone at their breaking point. Being paralysed was a hopeless life to live 2,000 years ago. This man would have had no money because he couldn't go and get a job. He would have been completely unable to look after himself because he wasn't able to move around and care for himself. But he was clearly blessed by having some friends who were willing to help him and bring him to Jesus. As Jesus encounters the physical brokenness of this man's situation, he highlights a deeper brokenness too. As this man is lowered through the ceiling, Jesus doesn't just address the immediate obvious physical issues that this man is battling, but rather he sees his, the, the faith of this group of men. And he says to the man on the mat, son, your sins are forgiven. In just one sentence, Jesus points to a much wider truth that we see throughout the course of history. So often where there is brokenness in our world, that brokenness of a physical or a tangible side often goes with a spiritual brokenness is not to say that this man was a sinner and therefore he was paralysed. But ultimately, all the brokenness in our world comes from our own rebellion and our failure to obey God's will in our lives as humanity. It is because of our humanity's failure that we exist in this broken world. As we said last week, God created the world and as he saw it he not only said it was good but he said it was very good but sadly due to our sinfulness and our rebellion all the way back in Genesis with Adam and Eve sin entered into our world as we sinned against God it not only transformed our relationship with him but it also transformed the good and perfect world that God had created into the world that we see around us today but within the brokenness of our world a glimmer of hope emerges Jesus the man from Nazareth starts preaching and healing people Uh, And word spreads of the extraordinary, wonderful things that Jesus is able to do. and And crowds of people start to come and get excited and gather around Jesus in the hope of getting a glimpse of what Jesus is doing amongst them. When word gets out about Jesus we don't need to promote our churches and try to convince everyone to come along to church. Instead, people will flock to see Jesus in such large numbers that our buildings will be full and people will still gather around outside just on the, in tra- uh, on the chance that they might be able to encounter and be in the presence of Jesus themselves. There's something attractive In the literal sense of the word about Jesus, as he reveals himself, people are drawn to him. And this really excites me. Just imagine if this was our testimony today. Imagine if we lived our lives for Jesus in such a way that we didn't worry about how we were going to tell people about Jesus. Jesus but rather that people were going to come up to us and ask us about him because they see Jesus in us and they're attracted to him and they're drawn to him. Imagine if as as we meet to worship on a Sunday, we saw Jesus bring his transformation and bring hope to people's lives and word got out about that. And, and people wanted to have come and see Jesus and experience what is happening amongst us for themselves. When they run Alpha in London, it's not uncommon for people to be queuing round the corner, waiting to get in to find out more about Jesus. Jesus is still bringing hope into the world through his church today, and he will continue to do so. As people come to experience Jesus, not only will they be drawn to him, but they'll also go to extreme lengths to encounter him. These guys couldn't get into the house to see Jesus, so they do the next best thing, which is obviously to dig through the roof immediately above Jesus so they can lower their friend in front of him. When we encounter Jesus, We see hope. But I wonder today whether we see the full extent of the hope that Jesus offers to us. Do we get excited and expectant about what happens when Jesus turns up and when we have the opportunity to meet with him? And if we get excited about what Jesus offers and what he can do in and through our lives, that we're filled with hope. What lengths will you go to in order to encounter him? In order to get a glimpse of that hope and transformation that he offers? If Jesus looked at your life, would he see your faith in him? As those men dug through that roof, Jesus looked up and he saw their faith because they went to extraordinary lengths to get to him would jesus see the lengths that you would go to to get to him to be in his presence how far would your faith take you to get to jesus online church might not be your preferred way of worshipping but you will still, but will you still sit down in front of your tv or your computer uh, because as we worship even in church line as we oh, online as we hear god's word as we gather together virtually then we're still able to encounter jesus and be in his presence When our buildings open again, will you go to the lengths of getting out of bed early in order to be able to gather with your church family and be in the presence of Jesus together? Will you read your Bible? Will you create space to pray, not just out of some sense of spiritual obligation, but because you want to go to extreme lengths to be in the presence of Jesus and to experience the hope and transformation that he offers in your life. Jesus brings hope into brokenness. May we once again see the hope that he offers and draw near to him that, we might, that he might see our faith and bring his transformation into our lives. At the moment, it seems like every time I go and pick up the uh, Toby from school, there's an ice cream van stationed outside his school gates. And every time as we cycle past on our way home, Toby seems to always ask if he can have an ice cream. And more often than not, I say no. And when I get home, instead, I give him a bowl of mini cheddars instead. Now, Toby could be forgiven for looking at the bowl of mini cheddars that I give to him and thinking, but I asked for ice cream and you've given me mini cheddars. That's not what I asked for. But I know that in the long term, ice cream is not what Toby really needs. Instead, mini cheddars are much better for him. As this man is lowered down on his mat before Jesus, it is clear what everyone would have been expecting to happen. Here is a man who couldn't walk, who has been brought to Jesus, the man who's been breaking through into people's lives and transforming them and healing them in wonderful, miraculous ways. Surely he's going to do the same again. However, this time is different. Instead of saying, you are healed, go and walk away. Jesus instead looks at this man, lowered through the ceiling, lying helplessly on his mat and says, son, your sins are forgiven. Now, we're not told about the reaction of this man, but you could forgive him for being a bit like Toby. You've given me forgiveness of sins, but what I really asked for was to be able to walk again i'm sure this man would have appreciated the forgiveness but sin but uh, but what he dug through that ceiling not to receive forgiveness for his sins but so that he might be able to walk again the religious leaders however had no doubts about what jesus was saying in this moment only god has the ability to forgive sins. To claim that you can forgive sins is blasphemous unless of course you are God. And blasphemy is the greatest of all sins. How dare Jesus say such a thing? Jesus is clearly making a point. Jesus was doing some amazing things. It seemed like everyone who encountered him was having their lives transformed as he broke through into the pain and the hurts and the burdens that they were carrying. People were always amazed at what Jesus had done. But how had he done it? Jesus is making it clear in this one sentence that he is doing all of these things, not because he's some kind of wonder doctor or because he's a new age miracle worker. He's doing all these things because he has the authority. He has the authority to heal, but also to forgive sins. He has the authority of God. The transformation Jesus offers is physical, but it's also spiritual. This man was not paralysed because he had sinned, but his, para- his paralysis was a result of a fallen, broken world in which he lived. As Jesus declared that this man's sins are forgiven, He reveals his authority to transform the root cause of the problem that he was facing. If Jesus can forgive sins, then of course this man could walk again. The very fabric of the world is transformed through the forgiveness of Jesus. Jesus is transforming our world. He has already transformed the world and the kingdom of God is at hand. We can all have hope today because of Jesus. Jesus went to the cross that we might be forgiven. He went to the cross that the whole world would be transformed through his victory over sin and death. All the way back in Genesis, the world was broken as sin entered in and took us away from the good and the perfect world that God had created. But as Jesus dies and defeats sin, that barrier between us and the goodness of God has been removed. Just as the world had drifted away from God as sin entered into our world now we can move back to him as sin has been defeated as god's kingdom has once again been restored amongst us jesus has broken the power of sin a new heaven and a new earth is coming where there is no sin and that's full of hope In Jesus, we can all experience healing and forgiveness. Jesus is far more than just a wonder doctor who we can turn to for an emergency treatment in our time of need. Jesus is the son of God who has the authority to forgive sins. And he is transforming the world through his victory that he has sealed for us all at the cross. So may we once again embrace both the healing, physically, tangibly, and the forgiveness of Jesus in our lives. May we know that Jesus can break through into our lives and bring hope into the hopeless moments, But may we also know the forgiveness of Jesus and live our lives with the confidence that he has the victory, sin has been defeated and we are forgiven. Jesus has defeated the power of sin and death and you and I are forgiven. Nothing has a hold over us anymore. Our world is transformed, our lives are transformed. We can find hope in the hopelessness of life and and life in the midst of despair because our sins have been forgiven. And so the question is, how do we respond? As Jesus breaks through, may we not only pick up our mats and enjoy the new life and hope that uh, that Jesus has given to each one of us, but may we also give him the praise, which is where this passage finishes. Never before have we seen anything like this, the crowd said after they saw Jesus' encounter with this man. never before and this is the same for us today never before have we seen a man who could bring such hope into the midst of such hopelessness never before have we seen a better person to turn to in our time of need uh, than we have in Jesus never before is there a better person to need to when we are to turn to when we need some hope than there is In Jesus. No matter what you are facing today, please can I assure you that Jesus is bigger and greater than all that you are facing and He will bring transformation as you put your faith in Him. Never before have we seen a person with the authority to forgive sins and change the whole course of history. No longer does sin and brokenness have the final word but rather forgiveness, healing and restoration has won the day all because of Jesus and his victory at the cross. So may we all once again put our faith in Jesus as we lift up his name and sing out his praises as we see him for who he is. May we recognise that he alone is, has the authority to transform this world and bring hope into our brokenness. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for Jesus and we thank you for the way in which he brings hope into our brokenness. Lord, we take a moment now to pause and to think of some of those areas of brokenness that we're aware of. Areas where we have turned from you and contributed to that brokenness. Areas where we just live in the midst of that brokenness and we haven't necessarily done anything wrong, but life is tough and we know what it is to experience the brokenness of this world. Jesus, by the presence of your Spirit, we pray that you would reveal your healing, that you would reveal your forgiveness. Lord Jesus, this morning, would you bring hope? Would you bring transformation into all those things that are on our hearts this morning? And Jesus, as we see you, As the bearer of hope for a broken world, Lord, we once again lift up your name and praise you for the hope that you offer to each one of us. We thank you for all that you have done for us on that cross. And Lord, each day, may we continue to live our lives in the light of the hope that you have given to us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.